Hello, I'm Tina Marie St. Cyr, and welcome to Light Your Life, the podcast. I believe our dreams have energy, calling, and purpose, and that when we move in their direction, our lives become even more joyful, fulfilled, and effortless. This podcast gives you insights to the strategies our guests use to overcome obstacles and manifest their dreams in business, career, relationships, and in life. Listen to find new levels of energy, perspective, and courage. Your journey to light your life begins now. Hello, and welcome to the Light Your Life podcast. It's Tina Marie, and I'm so glad to be together again. Today is a shorter spark of wisdom, and it's a discussion I'd love to share to bring us to an awareness of our potential. And I titled this episode coming out of the closet, one to get your attention, because some people lean into these things, right? And then second, to really talk about the closet that I have been coming out of, that is not based on sexuality. I came out of the closet back in 2009, and have never looked back on that one. The closet that I'm mentioning today, for all of us to come out of, is the closet of fear around what people think of us or could possibly think of us if we dive into the true nature of our being. The closet that I've come out of and continue to come out of even more is that of the knowing that we are an energetic being, that yes, there's this thing that people could label as woo-woo or you know, how can you explain that? Science doesn't explain that. Well, look all around. Science is coming closer and closer and closer to having us definitely understand that there is a force, there are intelligences, there are energies around us that have wisdom and knowing that we can tap into. Now, in our human language, we have different words to help us connect with this in a way that feels more societally or, you know, adopted or safe such as serendipities, luck, coincidences, chances, those things that align and we go, wow, can't really explain that. It's sort of far-fetched. It's weird. How'd that happen? It's neat, cool. But then we dismiss these serendipities, these places of luck, these places of coincidence, these places of where things align, we dismiss the true power of it because it's safer to not know of our true power than it is to know of our true power. And I'm going to say that again. Isn't it interesting that it's safer for us to play small or to not play into the true fullness of the potential of our power and get by and fit into society than it is to really embrace the full potential of our power. And instead of seeing these chances, which I'm going to describe a couple of them that have happened with me recently, instead of seeing those as the norm, instead of seeing things as the way things are in all truth, in all essence, in all reality, we make it a, a happenstance or something like that. So let me share an example. This will drive home a little bit more. Um, 
recently. So I meditate on a frequent basis. Um, sometimes more than once a day, I'll go into a state of mindfulness where I'm connecting with the other than my self-consciousness and asking questions or availing myself to listening to direction or guidance or wisdom in that space. And this particular morning last week, I am in that space. So actually it started the night before, before I went to sleep, there was a, a voice that was speaking to me, some, some wisdom that was being brought into my consciousness. And it was saying, put the gun away, lock the gun away is what I was like, lock the gun away. And I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about here. Cause um, one, Jackie and I live in our house. The only other beings that live in our house are uh, our two cats and a dog. None of them have opposable thumbs. Um, the guns that we have are already safely hidden and taken away and there's no ammo in them. Even if someone were to find the guns, there's no ammo, they're not loaded. So this message that was coming in of uh, lock the gun away really didn't resonate with me. It didn't feel like it was a message for me whenever I heard it. So it woke me around one o'clock in the morning. It woke me again around three o'clock in the morning lock the gun away. And then the time where it woke me about five o'clock in the morning, I was also given a picture of a face, a young boy's face. And so when I saw this young boy's face, I didn't recognize this young boy's face in my mind. And so I just took that data. And then I asked back to this intelligence that was speaking in and through me. And I said, who is this for? Who is this message for? And it spoke to me, literally the thought comes through the head. I hear it as a voice and it told me one of my client's names. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So now I know who it's for. So immediately I text it's, you know, around six o'clock in the morning. Now I text this person, my client. And I said, I know it's going to sound a little woo woo. I got a message that I'm supposed to deliver to you. Lock the gun away. And he texted me back. In fact, I'll find, see if I can find the, the message. He texted me back one saying, thank you. He was very grateful for the message. Um, and then second, he let me know, um, that the, the gun that he knew was in question or the message said it's loaded and hidden in his office because he wanted to, to have it there to keep the room safe. Um, he wanted to put it in his room safe. He knew that there was a gun safe there, but he had not put it in there yet. And he personally vividly remembered feeling bad energy when he put it where he, it is. He said, I headed back home and locked it up. It's locked up now. Why are we speaking about this today? There are intelligences working in and through us that our ego could easily not want to connect with, find fear in it, find you know, what am I supposed to do with this? Try to make it painful, make it confusing, make it more than what it is. So what I've learned is as I come out of the woo-woo closet and really embrace the power that I have and we all have and lean into it and allow it to work in and through me more readily and more like a flow, like a language, like a relationship, it's not disturbing me in any way. It's giving me more energy. It's giving me more connection. It's giving me more confidence. It's giving me more clarity. And I'm now committed more than ever, because I've had this since I was little, to move in its direction, to avail myself to it, to allow it even more. 
I was raised in a place in a, in a family where studying all the world's religions was encouraged. Studying everything, encyclopedias, studying anything was okay. There was no belief system in our household that had anything be more important than the next thing. The one thing that was most important, though, was love, to be of truth, to tell the truth, and to love, to come from kindness and courage. I remember my mother always saying, if it's kind and it's courageous, that's going to be of love, move in that direction. And so I was given this beautiful foundation and this availability to study, and I did. I studied all the world's religions. I still do. Um, Buddhism, Hinduism, Muslim, Islamic faiths, Christian faiths, all of them. Um, not because I'm going to become any of that in a belief system so that I can grow myself and understand the, the foundations of human choice and that which connect us instead of disconnect us. So I've learned that the more I can avail myself to the wisdom and the knowing and the knowledge that's there, the gnosis, not the knowledge that's going to have me divide or say, I know this and you don't, but gnosis is knowledge and knowledge in its raw form is something that allows us to become allows us to grow, allows us to enhance our lives and connect with more people, find more curiosity and more connection. And so coming out into the woo-woo closet or of the woo-woo closet, the energy closet, the whatever we want to call this thing, that we all have the possibility and the power to embrace and move toward even more, is to avail ourselves into a humbleness of more not knowing than we have knowing. And I can tell you from personal experience, it's very relaxing. When we do not need to come from a place that the ego is defending of our own significance, our own purpose, our own identity, our own whatever, call it degrees, letters behind your name, the history that we have, the, the things that we've done, even though those things are important because they are part of our identity and our, our life and our experiences, we can tell these stories with a fondness. We can tell these stories with um, respect of the other people that are listening and, and couple the other people's experiences and desires and wants with our own, not that we are better than them or can truly know answers for them. We can simply guide through our own presence. Coming out of that <laughs> closet, as I call it for myself, has been very freeing. And it's been a beautiful place where life has new color now. Life has new sheen. Life has new levels of absolute love, wonder, aliveness. And it's helped me whenever I feel stuck, whenever I feel like things aren't flowing or things are difficult or things are frustrating or worrisome in any way, what leaning into the energy and availing myself to these intelligences that are here with us all the time what it brings me is a sense of faith and purpose and presence. And it's truth. It's truth. So what if there are an amazing amount of worlds that we cannot see with our physical being right now? What if there is an amazing amount of resourcefulness, resources, connections, possibilities, opportunities, beauty that we can't readily see with our human eyeballs or hear with our human ears or feel with our human senses yet we know with our human soul and what if we open up to it in so many beautiful ways 
and allow ourselves stillness, allow ourselves to be full of wonder and full of aliveness and full of beauty, even more. What then will our next experiences of life be? I want for all of us more love, fulfillment, joy, happiness, aliveness, connection. So today, that's what I wanted to have our beautiful touch point on our discussion with. And I hope you're taking away something that is of aliveness for yourself. I have these moments all the time, and I love them. These serendipities, these chances, these woo-woo events, these moments. I, I mean, I, I was, um, one of my cars back, I guess it's been about 10 years ago, maybe more. My car broke down at a Starbucks. It wouldn't start. And I'm with my daughter and I'm like, ah, okay, got to get it to the shop. Don't know what's going on. And so I called the shop that I typically take it to. And it's probably about 12 miles away from where we were. And I said, I'm going to head your way. Do you have a loaner car that I can use for the day? And they said, yes. So they would position that. And I told my car at that moment, I said, okay, you got to start because I'm heading over to the Toyota dealership. Uh, let's, let's get over there and we're going to head straight there. And so it did, it started right up like a beauty. It's like, okay, I'm starting. I'm like, okay, that was weird. So it wasn't starting for like 10, 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden it starts. So I do, I keep my promise. I head over to the dealership. I drive into the service bay. My service uh, dealer meets me there. He gives me keys to a loaner. I've got to go in and through the, the, the uh, service waiting area and get over to their rental car area. I'm there talking to them, signing the necessary paperwork and in walks two friends of ours for my daughter and I, two dear friends, and they both walk in and we're like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. How are you doing? And Trisha is the name of, uh, so Trisha and San and Trisha uh, says, I was just thinking about you this morning. This is weird. And I said, you know what? I thought about you guys this morning too, right before we got to Starbucks. And she said, what? you were at Starbucks? I said, yeah. She said, which one? I said, oh, the one over there off Eldridge. She goes, oh, well, we were the one over here off Stella Link. And um, I said, well, what are you here for? And Sam said, our car wouldn't start. It was at Starbucks and it wouldn't start. And so this is the closest Toyota dealer. So I came to this one and I'm like, you're kidding. Like our car wouldn't start. We were over there. And so it's that woo woo moment, right? It's like you get chills moment. Like, oh my God, what's happening here? And the coincidence, right? The serendipities. And so we reconnected. We stood there and we talked for a long time. You know, they need to get a loaner car. I need to get a loaner car. We were both there at the same moment in time and space, both having similar experiences just moments before brought us together. We knew that something was bringing us together. And that's where we availed ourselves to catch up and stay in contact. And we'll never know the full breadth and vibrational experience that's also happening through us in those moments. Yet we know that there is, there's something even higher and even greater. I imagine angels and divine beings up in whatever realm, if we want to call it heaven somewhere, they're high-fiving each other. We did it. Yeah, that was awesome. Like maybe we're part of a game and they're trying to get these players in the game to coincide and meet each other. And that was like their high-five moment. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is fun is that what came of that moment for Trish, San, myself and Maddie was sheer love. We had love, we have connection, we had gratitude, we had this amazing experience and we all shared it at the same moment. So lean into the serendipities, lean into the coincidences, lean into what you call as luck because the truth is that's more the norm of what our experiences are designed to be than what we would give them credit for. What if we say, 
I'm up for having 10 to 20 of those experiences every single day. And what if right here, right now, you listening to these words, me imbuing these words, being a channel of these words is one of those moments, a serendipity, a coincidence, something that you needed to hear, something you needed to be reminded of, I need to be reminded of, so that you and I can both share this moment of love. Thank you for being a fan of the Light Your Life podcast. I'm Tina Marie Saints here. I do love you. I don't know who you are yet. I know that you're listening. And because you are here and you are an energy source on our planet, and we are sharing this time and space and any other time and space that we've shared, I know that I have love for you. Thank you for being who you are in the world. Thank you for sharing your vibratory nature with others. Thank you for being a person that wants more in your life than you've had, not because you want to get, but because you want to give. Thank you for being that person. And please do share this wonderful podcast with other people because together what we do is we get to light other people's lives through the wisdom that comes in and through me and in through our guests and in through you with the world. And now more than ever, we all deserve and want amazing light in our life and remembrances of our greatness, our passion, our love, and our purpose. Have a beautiful day. And until next time, this is the Light Your Life podcast. You can find us at Bonfire Coaching. I'm Tina Marie St. Cyr. Thank you so much. That was so energizing. I have takeaways that will help my life and I'm sure you do too. To get show notes, bonuses, gifts for you from our guests and more, head over to lightyourlifepodcast.com and be sure to bookmark this podcast as one of your favorites. I am Tina Marie St. Cyr founder of Bonfire Coaching and creator of the Bonfire Method. Thank you so much for being connected. Now my homework for you, summon the courage to light your life a little more and go make progress on your dreams today.